You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Man, what an exhausting but disappointing game. (laughs) Arkansas and Ole Miss. But, like, it had to be that way, right? Even though Arkansas was on losing in 52-51, to it had to be insanity. It had to be crazy. That's what this game is. That's what this series has always been about. Unfortunately for Arkansas in this case, though, they ended up on the losing side of things, falling short on a failed two-point conversion at the end of the game. And there are so many things to unpack from this. Uh, So we're going to try to make it work in the best way we can in this podcast. But holy crap. Uh, I mean, I just, I knew that there would be some shenanigans, but I never expected to see what we saw. And basically, you know, going into this game, I was really confident about Arkansas winning this game. And honestly, I don't believe that Ole Miss is better than Arkansas. Like, I I really don't. Now, people are going to come at me. I've had Ole Miss fans in my mentions all weekend, and they're probably going to say, well, you lost, so obviously we're better. Yeah, I get it. I'm like, no, I totally get it. You won the game. You deserve to win the game. You did all you needed to do. I'm not taking that away from you. I am just saying, though, that I don't believe that because of that game and how it went down, that that means Ole Miss is far and away a better team than Arkansas. I think that if these teams face each other 10 times, they may go 5-5 five and five against each other. Like, it is it is that equal. And I think that, uh, you know, if this game had been played in Fayetteville, I think it goes another way. Uh, obviously, there were a few things that went on in this game and a, lot, a few mistakes, uh, especially defensively, that ended up causing Arkansas to lose this game. But still, uh, it was a heartbreaker. And now Arkansas drops to four and two, one and two in conference. Ole Miss moves on to four and one, one and one in conference. But the thing is, is like when I was watching this game, we'll do some more specific breakdowns here in just a little bit and talk about some of the particular players, especially KJ Jefferson and his performance. But uh, just looking at the, the game itself and the game as a whole, you know, what I learned from this is that sometimes, you know, in the SEC, even when you think you have a really great defense and you go up against a really good offense, you know, Sometimes that defense doesn't match up very well. Sometimes that defense can't really find an answer. And that's essentially what happened between Arkansas and Ole Miss and both sides. Arkansas's defense had no answer. They had, they had a strong start. They held Ole Miss to no points in the first quarter, mainly because they had the ball for so long. They did a really good job of it. But then in the second quarter, boom, explosion, 21 points for Ole Miss. And then 21 points in the fourth quarter as well. Uh, from the first quarter on, basically in the final three quarters, Arkansas's defense just, they, they faltered. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. They did not do a very good job of, you know, protection. They did not go to do a very good job of getting after Matt Corral. But the most disappointing thing is that the guys that Matt Corral hit in, in the, for these big plays in this game were defensive breakdowns. They were wide open guys. And that was the most frustrating thing about everything is like you had guys that were in the, in the backfield that were just wide open, no one around him. I feel like there's at least two or three plays, two or three touchdown plays at least that had this happen. And it's like, I would rather a wide receiver make an incredible play or have Matt Corral make an incredible throw 
and get a touchdown than that. Than that. That is disgusting. You're an Arkansas team that had played such good defense for the majority of the year. And I still feel like they're a good defense. You know, this was just one of their bad games. But I think that they just got hit out, you know, just they didn't know what to do. There was breakdowns, there's communication problems. I don't know if it was the play calling from Barry Odom that set it up this way, but it was just bad across the board. And you can't expect to win SEC games giving up 52 points. You just can't do it. But fortunately for Arkansas, but I guess unfortunately they still lost, but fortunately, at least in this case, Ole Miss's defense was equally as bad, maybe even worse. This was just a back-and-forth classic Arkansas-Ole Miss game, which honestly it was about to be set up perfectly uh, to, as a reminder of that 2015 Arkansas-Ole Miss game, the Hunter Henry heave, where if Arkansas converts that two-point conversion, it would have been the same final score. But, but still, the defense was just getting trounced in this one, and you can't have that on the road against an offense like Ole Miss. Like, you just can't do it. I am not, though, and I say all that to say this, I am not discouraged. I am not sitting here and saying that, well, now everything changes for me as far as how good Arkansas is or what Arkansas is going to do the rest of the year. Like you lost on the final play of the game. You lost on the two-point conversion. Like you, you lost then. You didn't lose because they were better. You just lost by this much. This much. There's no reason to be discouraged. You have Auburn this upcoming weekend. That's a very winnable game, a game you're favored in. You get right back on track. You got plenty of winnable games left. You're in a good spot. You're doing good. You'll be all right. It's just, unfortunately, this game went the other direction. But anybody, and I mean anybody that goes out there and says that Ole Miss is far and away better team than Arkansas, don't listen to them. Because this was just a hard-fought battle between two teams that were pretty equal when it came to talent, coaching, and all of that. So, frustrating. I get it. But uh, no reason to hit the panic button just yet. We'll talk about some of the specifics going on, especially the two-point conversion call uh, here in just a little bit. But first, got to tell you about Prize Picks. It's the leader in college sports daily fantasy, and it offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers the star players of the Power Five as well as the mid-majors that you may not even heard of. And the best thing about it is that for all of you that sign up today, you get 100% instant deposit match up to $100 if you use promo code Locked On. Prize Picks allows mixed sports entries, and it also uses an award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So Prize Picks is safe, offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code Locked On, or go to the App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is the daily fantasy made easy. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, I know it's a lot of stuff to get into, and we'll probably close up the podcast today, at least in the final segment, talking about the performance, the wonderful performance by K.J. Jefferson. Um, but uh, the thing that everyone, of course, was on everyone's mind was the decision to go for two at the end of the game. And, you know, I felt, and I think most logical fans felt, that if Arkansas had scored on the final possession to go for two to win it, you're not going to stop Ole Miss in overtime. I love the call by Sam Pittman. 
He did the same thing against Missouri last year uh, where they ended up converting the two-point conversion. Unfortunately, though, for Arkansas, they uh, let Missouri kick a field goal to win it. But I love that decision. You're on the road. Your defense hasn't been able to stop anybody. They're worn out. You've been playing with fire. You got a great deal and a great call there at the very end of the game. You got the touchdown. Go for two. I'm I'm just so glad. And and the the best thing about it is a Sam Pittman on the sidelines that went over to him, he didn't hesitate. As soon as it went over to him, he had two fingers up. Going for two. Going for two. And that's the right call. Because here's the thing, and this is what cracks me up about football fans sometimes, especially Razorback fans when, you know, they like to look back and, and question everything, which I think you can do that with a lot of different stuff. But, like, if Arkansas converts that two-point conversion, we are talking about today one of the most incredible games that have happened all time. Like, Arkansas is awesome, and, and like, they're 5-1, and one, and, you know, finally you beat Ole Miss in another great fashion. It was a great call. Like, everything is just going great. But because – of three yards out on one final play, the play did not get converted. You know, everyone's just kind of like, mm, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about the call, whatever it may be. Two-point conversion attempt was the right call. Hands down. No questions asked. 100%. The right call. The only thing, though, that I, if I had to criticize anything, and, of course, Kendall Bryles and Sam Pittman, they know a lot more about this team than I do, so you know, take it for what it is. The only thing that I would have suggested – is to have K.J. Jefferson, who had been magnificent all day long, have more of an option. Because it seemed like the play that they ran before was a play that they had earlier scored on. At least that's what it looked like. Uh, it didn't really put him in a position to where he had a lot of options. It was basically those three wide receivers that were out there as he rolled out to the right. And, you know, there wasn't there wasn't anything there. So he had to essentially throw the ball away. Like, I did not like seeing that. I wish there would have been an option. I wish, or, you know, because he had been so good with his legs. I would have loved to have had something to where there was more of availability to be able to use his legs, or at least the threat of it, at least to make it look like he was about to run it. A little more, maybe a play action type thing. Because Arkansas had been running the ball so effectively, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see how uh, how that may have looked. So, that would be my only criticism. But even then, that's a very minor one. The call to go for two, it was the right call. And I just felt like, especially given the circumstances of how this game is and that series has always been, uh, you know, I, I love how Sam Pittman in the press conference said afterwards, too. He's like, I not, I don't regret that. I'm going for that two-point conversion 100% of the time, all the time. I'm going to make that call. And I like having an aggressive coach like that because I don't feel like uh, many previous coaches may have been that aggressive and really understood the situation and the self-awareness of the game itself. But unfortunately, Arkansas just fell short. They just fell short. And that's sometimes the way it goes. (laughs) You hate it. uh, It frustrates you. And I think that, sadly, this is going to be a game that we will look back upon at the end of the season and say, wow, okay, okay. could have gone ten and two, <laughs> you know, maybe even eleven and one if something crazy happened. But uh, you know, because of that one game, that one game right there took us out of the mix. I, I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. But that's college football. That's college football. That's uh, where you know where everything's at. I think Arkansas now, depending on which poll you're looking at, they dropped down to the you know number eighteen, something like that. You're still a top twenty-five team. You're still in great shape. You, you know, you, you lost a game. It's okay. If you get back on the winning track against Auburn this weekend, then, hey, we're right back in it, baby. 
we got it going on. And then you got UAPB after that. Should be a win, then a bye week. Get everybody healthy, and then get ready for the final stretch. You're in good shape. Don't go crazy. Don't hit the panic button. Don't lose your minds. You're going to do just fine. That's the most important thing. We'll talk about the performance of KJ Jefferson here in just a second. But first, got to tell you about Built Bar. Limited time flavor, the cookie dough chunk is right here. They also have nine delicious flavors to choose from, whether it's the coconut, the raspberry, the peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, does not matter. They're all incredible. There's something in it for everyone. So be sure to check out Built Bar. They have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, Four grams of sugar, so it's easy, it's convenient, it's healthy, it tastes good. There's nothing better than that. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I got a lot of... uh, Ole Miss fans in my mentions over the weekend uh, for tweeting this out, and I stand by it. I don't care if you want to say it's biased or not, uh, but after that performance on Saturday, I would take K.J. Jefferson over Matt Corral any day of the week. I would. People are obsessed with Matt Corral because of the hype. Uh, He's a good quarterback. He is, and I think that He might end up winning all SEC at the end of the day. His numbers are pretty terrific, but he's he's nothing like I don't see him as being somebody that, uh, you know, is going to be on the level of some of the other great quarterbacks in the SEC. As far as SEC history, not just this year, but for SEC history, and especially because of the fact that, you know, Matt Corral, when in this game, the best plays he made were to wide open receivers, which again, I'm not taking anything away from his performance. He was, he was pretty phenomenal. Uh, but you know, he, he had a lot of easy plays to make. Uh, he only threw the ball 21 times, completed 14 passes for 287 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, and also rushed in two more. So, I mean, he was fine and he was good and all of that. But if I'm looking at just the performances themselves, as far as clutch plays, all of that, Give me K.J. Jefferson. K.J. Jefferson went 25 of 35 for 326 yards and three touchdowns. Did have an interception, but that interception was at the end of the half on a Hail Mary. I don't even count. Not to mention the fact that he also rushed for three touchdowns on 85 yards on 20 carries. So he had six total touchdowns in this game. He did. K.J. Jefferson, six touchdowns. And if you add in his offensive numbers and combine them together, you're talking about over 400 yards offense alone just from K.J. Jefferson. Give me that quarterback. Because here's the thing, too. He made throws to guys that were covered. He made throws to guys that were, I mean, he made, he's not saying he was perfect because he did have some missed ones, but he threw some passes to some guys in, in a very clutch situation. He made the, the game-winning drive, essentially, or at least the clutch drive at the end of the game that drove him down the field and made the touchdown pass with one second left on the clock. Got it. The guy was incredible. And going back into his home state and Sardis, where he's from, just being a few miles down the road and his whole family being there, that was awesome. That was incredible. And I've always been a K.J. Jefferson fan, but seeing the plays that he was making against Ole Miss, that, he's a dude. He's an absolute dude. His arm, his legs, his strength, his size, his ability, he's incredible. And if you told me right now, 
that you have a choice between KJ Jefferson or Matt Corral, I'm taking KJ Jefferson twice on Sunday. Every time. Every time. To me, KJ Jefferson is a more talented quarterback than Matt Corral. Just being, just being honest about it. KJ Jefferson's not perfect. He still has plenty of improvement. But when it comes to being a gamer, when it comes to being a guy making plays with his legs and his arm, he's the guy I want. He's the guy I want. Good for Matt Corral to get a win. And I know that everyone loves Matt Corral because he was preseason All-SEC, first team and all that. Like Everyone loves his hype and it's going to surround it. But on Saturday, he was not the better quarterback. Best quarterback in the SEC on Saturday was K.J. Jefferson. And I think we're going to see continue to see K.J. Jefferson improve more and more and more. I really look forward, I look forward to seeing him against Auburn this weekend. That's going to be an incredible game, an incredible matchup. But... I just, I want to say that, you know, you have a quarterback now that's a gamer. You haven't had a quarterback that's been a gamer in a long time. And when you have the ball in his hands at the end of the game, or no matter what, I love Arkansas's chances, no matter what it is. So give me KJ Jefferson all day long. That's my quarterback, as so many people put out a jiff off after the performance. Great quarterback. I, I love him. He, he's awesome. And I can't wait to see him continue to improve and continue to get better. Tough loss. Tough loss. But you don't have to worry about the quarterback situation with Arkansas right now. They got themselves a gamer and KJ Jefferson. Appreciate everybody listening into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.